Welcome to Spoken Word, half an hour of poetry and performance, your connection to Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene, the voice of those of us who have nothing but our voices. Good morning and welcome to Spoken Word, broadcast on 3CR, 8.55am and web streamed on www.3cr.org.au. My name is Rhonda Jankovic. So this is the first spoken word program and hey, it's a pleasure to be here. I haven't done a first program before, so after listening to Robbie Thorpe and Kutcher Edwards open their new music program, and that plays between 2.30 and 4pm this afternoon, I thought, gee, that's a good idea to introduce ourselves before we get down to business. So that being said, during the next half hour, you will meet the presenters of Spoken Word, learn about the nature, the structure, the intent and the content of our program, and of course, contact details for those who wish to contribute to it. We hope that you will enjoy the massive variety of performed poetic works we will bring you from Australian authors and beyond. One of the purposes of this program is to provide access for the grassroots poetry community to radio performance and to enshrine the works in a permanent archive. I'm of the belief that this is an important community project, especially with the financial downturn, which tends to historically be a peak time for the public performance of poetic works. So why am I here? Well, it goes something like this. It's a natural evolution for a person to move towards things that illuminate the soul and things that enrich the mundane and, well, hey, I enjoy poetry as a form of literature. It's concise, it's exact, and it comes from a place where the author aims to make their message incredibly clear. Simply, I like it. I like to read other people's poetry. I write a little bit, perhaps too little, but, well, that's an issue of a writer's discipline which I hope to remedy. I'm learning about spoken word, poetry and performance, and, well, I'm no expert on the subject. I'm just an interested party who knows that radio is educational both to the presenters as well as the listeners. Each of our presenters... Santo Casati, Peter Goodyear, Jared Watkins and I bring with us skills and understandings that might make it possible for all of us to learn about this art form, its performance, or, if we just want to, take simple pleasure in the works. So this program is a journey of knowledge and entertainment that we'll all do together. And it's time for me to introduce one of the spoken word team. Jared Watkins is a man of few good words. He is a reader and a writer of poetry. Thank you Rhonda. As, uh, my name is Gerard Watkins and I've been a guest and co-host on 3CR on the uh, Sewer Show and I'm also a former local news presenter on Southern FM which is another one of Melbourne's community radio stations. Earlier this year I was invited by Rhonda to be a part of summer programming poetry and uh, out of that came this new spoken word program and I was asked to be one of the presenters. I'm a writer of poetry, short fiction and non-fiction. I might start by reading one of my poems, and it's called Our Love. Our love is like the gap between the pylons on the Sydney Harbour Bridge. Our love is like a train that doesn't arrive, or a bus that's been cancelled. Our love is like a summer that doesn't eventuate, ripples on a lake, marks of the high tide upon a beach, an interval between two films, the gap between songs on the CD, static on the line, a dead-end street, 
a wine cask that lasts longer than expected. Our love is in the way we look at each other lingeringly. It's too long, too little, too longing. Not enough, can never be enough. Our love, I see it. Do you see it too? The next poem I'll read is a, a poem by Judith Wright, and it's entitled, Our Love is So Natural. Our love is so natural, the wild animals move gentle and light on the shores of our love. My eyes rest upon you, to me your eyes turn, as bee goes to honey, as fire to fire will burn. Bird and beast are at home, and star lives in tree, when we are together as we should be. But so silent my heart falls, when you are away, I can hear the world breathing, where he hides from our day. My heart crouches under, silent and still, and the avalanche gathers above the green hill. Our love is so natural, I cannot but fear. I would reach out and touch you. Why are you not here? Next poem I'll read is from an anthology entitled Gay and Lesbian Poetry of Our Time, which was edited by Carl Morse and Joan Larkin, and it was published about 20 years ago. And the poem is by John Wieners, and it's called A Poem for Trapped Things. This morning, with a blue flame burning, this thing wings its way in. Wind shakes the edges of its yellow being, gasping for breath, living for the instant. Climbing up the black border of the window, why do you want out? I sit in pain, a red robe amid debris. You bend and climb, extending antennae. I know the butterfly is my soul, grown weak from battle. A giant fan on the back of a beetle, a caterpillar, caterpillar chrysalis that seeks a new home apart from this room and will disappear from sight at the pulling of invisible strings. Yet so tenuous, so fine this thing is, I am sitting on the hard bed. We could vanish from sight like the puff of an invisible cigarette. Furred chest, Ragged silk under, wings beating against the glass, no one will open. The blue diamonds on your back are too beautiful to do away with. I watch you all morning long with my hand over my mouth. The next poem is going to be one by Jessica Alice, and it's entitled Whale Song, and I had the uh, privilege of meeting uh, Jessica as part of Summer Programming Poetry. called Whale Song. I bite the apple that you hold in a sly hand, oblivious that outside your crooked house, your witch's stronghold, the whales call, the ocean riots as wind slips through weatherboard. I bite the apple, the poisoned ruby and fall, glass-eyed into the snow-white ceiling, Dry mouth gasping, ribs crushed in a whalebone corset that you, you fashioned with wicked hands. I bite the apple and see in your black hole eyes the ocean, your all pupil. I see the creature you summon to suicide, to beach itself, suffocate while you polish fruit and sharpen knives. 
I bite the apple and see the whale child in shallows, crying as you hack its mother's jaw apart. For baleen, for the sartorial cage, the brace in which I'm deadweight and mute, can't scream through this inertia, can't cipher place and time. I bite the apple you hold in a sly hand and fall into your flying saucer eyes. Vacant, I'm oblivious to how sinister you hold me, and that the ocean riots outside, that the whales sing in melancholy. And you're listening to Spoken Word on 3CR, which is web-streamed on www.3cr.org.au. Now back to the nature of this poetry program. In the immediate future, we hope that you will hear original works from authors, other people's works read by us and guests, a large variety of music depending on the taste of the programmer, and information about new publications and events. The formats of this program will also change each week with different presenters, with different ideas about spoken word, music, and unique versions of what they each think the art of radio actually is. In that regard, this is an evolving program. For a while we've been doubling up at times, and until we find our feet with the technologies and acclimatise ourselves to the feel of the program, things will keep changing. But over time, Each presenter will adopt a week, so you will have regular presenters with particular bents. The next presenter is Peter Goodyear, who is a long-term personality of 3CR, a technical whiz who enjoys bush poetry and has a twisted taste for limericks. Hello, I'm Peter Goodyear. I'll be filling in when there's a fifth Thursday in the month, so you'll hear me on the programmes at the ends of July, October and December. Think of me as a sort of lyrical spack filler. A long time ago I used to present a folk music program on 3CR and I enjoy Australian bush ballads, humorous poetry and parodies. So I'm hoping to raise a smile, which is something we all need in these bleak times. I've got a few recordings of people reciting bush ballads, so I'll drag those out and show you what a 12-inch vinyl disc sounds like. I'm not really a poet at all. I'm an electronic technician. At the moment, I'm writing my magnum opus, which starts, There was a technician named Peter who had an electrical meter, but I'm a bit stuck on another rhyme for Peter, so we'll have to think of it as a work in progress. As a sample of what you can look forward to, here's Charles Shaw's The Search ballad about the many larger-than-life characters you meet in the Australian bush. The legendary bloke who rode the big white bull through Wagga appears in many bush tales, but nobody really knows who he was, except this person. I've dropped my swag in many camps from Queensland west to Boulder, and struck all sorts of outback champs and many a title holder, But though I've heard the episode by Drover, Told and Dogger, I've still to meet the bloke who rode the big white bull through Wagga. I struck the hero out at Hay, who beat the red-backed spider in fourteen rounds one burning day. And up along the Gwider there lives a man who outslept the toad, a champion blanket flogger. But he's not the bloke who rode the big white bull through Wagga. The cove that hung up Bogan's Gate 
once called me in a hurry to buy drinks for his china plate, the bloke that dug the Murray. And though down south of Beechworth Road I met Big Bob the Frogger, I've still to meet the bloke who rode the big white bull through Wagga. The man who steered the kangaroo from Kew to Daly Waters, the cove who raised the emu too to win three squatters' daughters. I know the fellow moved the load that stopped the Richmond logger, but still I want the bloke who rode the big white bull through Wagga. But some day soon I'll run him down and stop his flaming skiting. I'll punch him on his lying crown or go down gamely fighting. For I'm the bloke to whom is owed what's paid that limelight hogger. I'd love to meet that bloke who rode the big white bull through Wagga. I would like to take you to a poem that was recorded for the summer poetry programming. And it's a, an original poem by Joan Spittle. And it's called Silent Partner. Silent Partner, written and read by Joan Spittle. She is with me always like a silent partner who sees what I see and do but no longer participates. Does she learn about this strange new life as I am obliged to learn? Does she long as I do for the old ways? Does she miss our parents, the ancient ones, the village, the sandpans on the river? Does she miss the giant leaves we waved, creating a breeze, walking the hot dirt road, winding endlessly on, making our way to school? I remember her so clearly, although it is four years since I lost her in the crowd. She was my sister, more than my sister, she was myself, my twin holding hands, palms wet, sticky, eyes staring, ears bombarded, a screaming, moaning crowd surging, pushing, pulsing, dragging us forwards, towards water, pier and boat. Holding hands was vital, the only security we had left, two hearts beating strongly, merged as one through fingers. Mother gone, father gone, lost in the heaving, spilling mass of humanity. Trans hand my strength, my belief that we would find them, minds anxious, eyes searching, arms waiting. Then she was gone, my fingers empty, sweeping forward on that human wave, a voice boomed, raise the plank, boats full. She is with me always like a silent partner, no longer doing as I do and seeing what I see, but somewhere living separately, a shadow on my heart. I'll take you to the fourth of our presenters, and that is Santos Casati. 
He is an author, a performer, a serious advocate of spoken word as a revived and lively art form. Ladies and gentlemen, Santo Casati. Santo Casati is a spoken word artist. The son of Italian immigrants to Australia, he emerged from past lives as a classical concert pianist and avant-garde jazz musician to teach at an elite Melbourne private school, which must remain anonymous in order to protect those concerned. He performs in a range of styles, from fast rhythmical delivery to slow atmospheric meditation, often with a strong world music influence and critical ironic distance. He is a fixture on Melbourne's grassroots poetry scene. And who is this Santo Cazzati? Well, that's the voice you're hearing right now. That's me. And it is my utter pleasure to be part of the 3CR spoken word team bringing listeners a range of the exciting and little-known grassroots poetry scene we have here in Melbourne. You won't hear about this scene in the mainstream media, in the mainstream institutions. It happens in pubs, libraries, community centres, back rooms, backyards even, occasionally on the streets and other public places. 15, 20, 30 people gather, occasionally 50 or 100, to hear poetry, to read it themselves on the open mic, to catch up with each other, to discuss styles, in some cases to drink quite a lot, you know, poetry goes better with blah blah. There are some amazing artists in this scene. They're not famous, although some are underground celebrities of sorts. They're not rich, they often get no money for their startlingly original work. They usually don't have access to established literary and academic circuits, especially those who focus on the performance or vocal aspect of poetry. The establishment tends to see poetry as something intellectual and on the page. Sure, that's a part of it, but there is also the live spoken art form, poets using their voices to convince, to illustrate, to move, to entertain, whatever. Listen to this poem by Anthony O'Sullivan, the MC of the regular weekly poetry gig Spinning Room. It's called Scarlet, after the jazz club that used to be in Smith Street Fitzroy. Tonight I dream in jazz, the slow but sudden syllable ribbons that bind the sublime to the ridiculous, the subtle taint of trumpet, the good graces of soft brushes on drum skin, like the warm fingers of love on my numb skin. Tonight I see the alchemy in astronomy, the melting of stars, the brewing of heavenly bodies, swirling to the pitch of piano keys, and I'm dancing in the hall with a forty-something girl to the strains of no care in the world. Our kisses play out like chords. We are chemistry and chaos, form and fusion. We are the right note for tonight, and... I long to always be, jiving into leopard-skin bars, tapping toes in velour rooms, drinking with a man in a well-cocked hat, and dreaming in jazz, above the shackles of language and measurable time, never again to dream in rigid English, never again to dance without rhyme. That was Scarlet by Anthony O'Sullivan. You'll remember I mentioned he was MC of a poetry gig. You can expect to hear about many of Melbourne's hidden poetry events and gatherings on this program. You might know of some where you are, and we would love to hear about them. Poets can often be pretty isolated. They can feel that their unique passion for words makes them rather weird. They may be pursuing their habit secretly. 3CR Spoken Word is a chance for you to come out of the closet if that is your strong desire. Connect with the Melbourne poetry scene. It's not that scary. Well, I'll finish off with a quick one of my own. It's about the frenetic times I used to spend in nightclubs. The title is at the end. 
Coming out of filters, emerging and flying and twisting through the sun and sea and air, come some snappy, snazzy snatches of something, coming in short, sharp shapes of snappy, snazzy bossa samples with snazzy bossa nostalgia and snappy bossa vocals, coming and coming and coming, but dropping the full house beats, bouncing and bounding and pounding, four on the floor, every bar to the throbbing tick clock of the overflowing speakers while coming out of filters emerging and flying and twisting through the snazzy bossa harmonies the snappy bossa bass is climbing steadily through multiple echo chamber reiterations and superimpositions and snowballing surges of a piercing penetrating piano fragment astringent and insistent and insistent in repetition insisting on coming and coming and coming but dropping the sustained brass suspended unresolved sequence of harmonies coming to a head but sustained and suspended is coming to a head but sustained and suspended is coming to a head but sustained and suspended is coming and coming and coming and flowing and glowing and afterflow and an afterglow coming out of discrete overlapping filters emerging and flying and twisting in multifarious pathways to a cutting edge gospel soul killer with a kicking crunchy piano riff that has the rhythmic jitters shooting through hyperkinetic leapfrogging basses and obstreperous screaming electronics and exorbitant immoderate fat and cheesy organs there will never be a better day you're listening to spoken word on 3cr the long-term intentions of this program are about publishing opportunities for poets and spoken word artists and, of course, creating a contemporary archive of works. Eventually, we would like to publish spoken word works by podcasting through 3CR and perhaps, if we can, a biannual audio CD anthology. But that will take some funding and it will take somebody who wants to take up the project. An essential element of this program is publishing works created within the poetry community of Melbourne and elsewhere. And what makes this program a community project is not just the entertainment value, although I suspect there'll be plenty, but also providing opportunities for people. So I'm going to keep that archive on the wish list because things simply have a habit of working out. Uh, I have a very large thank you list for the people who have made spoken word possible. It's a very big list. I'll begin with a huge thank you to the various boards and bodies of 3CR, Komnenos Zervos for both challenge and inspiration, Juliet Fox for her clarity of thought, David Vakalis for intelligent support and photography skills, Richard Tate for his good advice and enthusiasm, and of course you for listening and contributing to this program. Spoken Word exists for the community, so we're of course very, very interested in your contributions. At the moment, the Spoken Word team are discussing guidelines for contributions, which will be put on the Spoken Word page on the 3CR website once we find our feet. But meanwhile, a big thank you to the people who have already contacted us via the program email address. We will respond to all of you as soon as possible. For those who prefer the internet as their vehicle of communication, would you please send us written items in a .doc format that can be opened on Office 97 or more recent programs? If you choose to send us your sound files, please send it in a .wave format. So we're getting close to the end of our program today. Our allotted time has come to an end, so stay safe and stay happy. Next up is Talk Back With Attitude, and I'll leave you with Iceberg by Annie Kennedy and Friends from their Life After Chocolate CD. Have a good one. 
There's an iceberg in my garden. I found it there last night. A little unexpected, and it gave me such a fright. I thought it was suspicious when the greens were turning white. But there are some varieties susceptible to blight. Global degradation has set us quite a chore, and it's using up the funding that has been assigned for war. How will we manage to save our patch of turf while we're wasting our resources on a failing, fragile earth? We're hearing lots of rumours, the apocalyptic type. I don't know if it's genuine or scientific hype. I'm really loath to make a fuss. I try to be discreet, but the neighbours have complained about the flooding in the street. Global degradation has set us quite a chore, and it's using up the funding that has been assigned for war. How will we manage to save our patch of turf while we're wasting our resources on a failing, fragile earth? It's really disconcerting when disasters at your door and things that were beneath the rug are coming to the fore. All my plans have been capsized. It's really hard to think when the contents of the sewer are ascending through the sink. Global degradation has set us quite a chore, and it's using up the funding that has been assigned for war. How will we manage to save our patch of turf while we're wasting our resources on a failing, fragile earth? While we're wasting our resources on a failing, fragile.